Happy Halloween and happy Derby Day, Wizards. Welcome to the Western Wizards Sports and Racing Podcast. I am Nate the Great. Well, what a weekend we have coming. Definitely the biggest week of racing in Melbourne, if not Australia. I'm very, very excited, especially after the Cox Plate. What a fantastic event that was. Now, here to have a bit of a chat, give us some insights and some hot tips. Number one, the man, the myth, the legend, the Western Wizard himself. How are you, Wiz? I'm good, Nathan. And yourself, mate? Yeah, very well. Very well. Excited for a big week of racing, my friend. Hopefully, yeah, make us some money this week. Also, we've yep. got, uh, well, on the page, he's known as the New Zealand Specialist, but I like to call him the Analyst because he's not... I follow him every single Saturday and uh, he makes a great start to the day and, and fills my pockets. So, the Wizard Analyst slash New Zealand Specialist. How are you, Gaz? G'day. G'day, Nate. Glad to have you back on again, mate, and really looking forward to punning Christmas this Derby Day. Absolutely. And for those who want to follow the Gaz, just look for like the big G avatar on the Western Wizard page every single Saturday, and he'll find you some winners. Now, we're going to get straight into it, boys. We've got the review. We've got a massive show. We're also going to take you through the tipping comp. Everyone's talking about the tipping comp, and we've got the results and finally, Gaz and Wiz will take you through some winners for Derby Day and Coolmore Stud Stakes. But let's get into the review and let's do it. Let's do it. Before we get into the review, let's have a listen to the concluding stages of a magnificent Cox Plate. Oh, yeah. 800 metres to run, and they're travelling off the rails. It's Captivant leading by a length, call sign Mav, then Dallasan, Bawunga, Probabil, State of Rest, four off the lead as they're about to pack up. Animos, five off the lead, very elegant getting going. Captivant at the 500 metres, they're in the middle of the track. Yendall goes for the whip, here come the runs. Mawunga up around the outside, Dallasan trying to cut the corner, then call sign Mav, running through them. State of Rest has got the split, 300 to go. And the Irish horse sprints clear. State of rest a length. Animo follows it through. And very elegant to the outside at the 200. State of rest a neck. Animo very elegant late. It's state of rest at the 100. Animo wearing it down. State of rest just in front of Animo. State of rest holding on. State of rest I think has just won for the Emerald Isle from Animo. And very elegant. Then came Mawunga. Ho, ho. What a race it was, Gaz. Very controversial there in the end. I was on state of rest, but I thought after watching the slow-mo that, you know, Williams might have had a case there with Animo. No doubt you had a look at it very closely, Gaz. Why don't you give us your uh, your view on things, mate? Yes, you and I had a bit of a chat on Messenger, didn't we, on Saturday immediately after the race, and we did have differing opinions. Look, there was a bit of interference. There was a bit of brushing there, and certainly Johnny Allen did have to stop and straighten his mouth a little bit, but there was a couple of key points, both uh, state of rest and animo you know didn't have to really be stopped being ridden especially craig williams on animo and towards the end it looked like state of rest did have his measure there wasn't really any ground being made there was nothing there that i saw that was blatant enough to turn over the race and i think the stewards agreed well 
Look, Gaz, I mean, I'll be straight with you, mate. I don't know what race you were watching, and I'm sure some, <laughs> I'm sure some of the wizards will agree with me. I mean, if you if you go over that overhead shot, Gaz, in my opinion, there was at least three to four strides there where Williams had to keep his right arm crouched in and wasn't able to really extend and whip whoosh, the ass of that horse. So, I mean, if you ask me, when when State of Rest rolled in on Animo, it was Jalen's responsibilities to straighten his horse, but he didn't. He just kept riding and kept whipping. Now, if no. he had have, if he had have stopped and straightened the horse, it Which would have been his that lost momentum, and I believe Animo would have won the race. But well, just like the Wiz, scene, uh, as everyone has a different opinion. <laughs> well, clearly your opinion is wrong, Wiz, because State of Rest kept the race. I got the winning uh, <laughs> cash, and and we move on, fella. I can't really. I, I guess I can't really argue with the uh, with the analysts, can I, there, Nate? <laughs> no, he seems to have a pretty strong case, and it's it's clear that you were uh, you were betting on the wrong horse, uh, the wrong horse there, Wiz. Yeah, look, uh, Gaz. I mean, uh, you know, plenty of controversy, but look, in the end, it was it was given to State of Rest, and uh, I suppose a uh, you know uh, a well earned win there for Johnny Allen. I did say last on last week's podcast that something fishy was going on. <laughs> With the Irish Galloper coming over and teaming up with Johnny Allen, who you can't make heads or tails of when he's uh, interviewed, but it was definitely an exciting and controversial race. It was, Wiz, and I was spewing they couldn't get a camera in the stewards' room for the hearing because you would have had Johnny Allen who you couldn't understand and Craig Williams who you couldn't shut up, so it would have been entertaining. <laughs> uh, that would have been a classic. But look, aside from that, uh, it was a great day of racing, Gaz. Uh, I had a pretty average start to the meet, to be honest. I did finish hard, mind you. But we also had Punt Club transpiring last week, where the Wildling himself, one of our uh, much-loved and also controversial wizards, uh, took the... <laughs> now, uh, he had a good crack. He managed to put another 148 bucks back into the kitty, back into the kitty, I should say, Gaz. And as you know, it all adds up, so... Well done, Wildling, on getting a few bucks in the kitty. Yes, and, well uh, done, Wildling. Who have we got this week, uh, Nathan? Do you know? Yes, I believe it's the great Jason Thompson. Is that correct? It is, mate. The better half, or the other half, I should say, of Shona Thompson uh, is stepping up to the plate. I thought we might get a, a couple of Greyhound multis from uh, the great man, Jason, but Ooh, I hope I so. Them yet, so who knows what he's got in store for us. Yeah, and Gaz, did you hear from the Wildling or Moose after your controversial joke last week? No, no, no mention of that, funnily enough, Nate. And had a few <laughs> other chats with with Wildling, you know, over the course of, you know, since the podcast was released and all that sort of stuff, but nothing there. He, he's, um, he seems to be all good, so can't have said anything wrong. <laughs> I, did speak, I did speak to him and, um, yeah, he said it was all sweet, boys. <laughs> Excellent. Very humorous stuff. And, of course, we've got the tipping comp that everyone's talking about on the Wiz Page Boys, the spring racing tipping competition. Are we going to run through the results there? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. And they stay there.
All right, yes, punters, we had week two of the tipping comp so far. We've got had the Caulfield Cup. Last weekend's a Cox Plate. We've got Derby Day today, and then we finish off with a big one on, on Melbourne Cup Day. It was a big, another big weekend, I have to say. It was, it was hard going for many of our tipsters on Saturday with some lower scores than what was what was achieved on Caulfield Cup Day, mate. But we've got a couple there that edged towards that 20 points range. And right on top is Mal with 18 last week. Good work, Mal. She had a blind up. Oh, boy. Absolute cracker. Tipped uh, four winners um, from the 10 races. So that was great going, Mel. Very nice. But I believe I believe the moose, the big moose, who was leading after round one is still leading, Gaz. Have you got a, maybe a, a top five there for us? I do have a top five there, Wiz. We've got moose. <laughs> yes, he, he fell back to the pack a little bit on Cox Plate Day, only scoring the 11 points. But he's still on top of the total leaderboard on 32 at the moment, Wiz. And followed by Beck the Bee on 31. And then we have last week's market mover, Mal, equal third on 28 points with Fuzz Hudson, The Wildling, and Cosmo. Giddy up. Wow. Cosmo. Big move there from Mel Simmons climbing up the uh, ladder there. Well done, Mel. Absolutely. And if you consider Wildling probably only got, you know, half his allocated lot in, he's done very well to sit only three points off the pace, three or four points off the pace, mate. Yeah, he'll be a certainly beaten if he goes down, Gaz, but oh, well, those are the rules. They are the rules. Now, you and I, where do we sit in relation to Wiz Jr., Wiz? I think that's what everyone wants to know. <laughs> very true. So I can tell you, Wiz, that I've been very consistent. I had 13 week one, and I've had another 13 week two. So it puts me on 26 and six points adrift of the big moose. You have been also very consistent. You've had 11 and 12 and are sitting on 23 at the moment. And at, that's at the same level as Wiz Jr., also on 23 after posting nine this week. Wow. And, and just may I ask, where's the rising star, the uh, favourite for the comp? Oh, that's a very good question, the rising star. He's a rising uh, star. Rising star's right in the mix, actually. He's on 27, so he's he's five points off the leader at the moment and just ready to unleash, I reckon. How about the demon, guys? Where's the demon at? Demon. The demon, oh, he needs to do a little bit of work, does Demo. He's had nine the first week, six the second, and he's sitting there on... 15 points, mate. Disgraceful. Absolutely disgraceful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, uh, the competition's uh, going well so far, boys. It's going to be a big day uh, on Derby Day. Obviously, we're at the halfway point now. So, you know, if you're back in the field, like Dentler, who I expected to be at the top, you better get your uh, form guide out, get all over it, and get some winners this weekend. Very good. Now, Wiz, we put up a few tips in last week's pod, didn't we? Yeah, if you want to review those, feel free. So, yes, Wiz, we we gave up a number of tips there on last week's pod, and I'm pleased to say we came up uh, with six winners for the punters out there. Started off on, on Friday with Marine One just smashing in in the first at, uh, at Mooney Valley on Friday night, on Manicado night. We also had thought of that and Yulong Command on the same night, and then we moved to Sad Day and we snagged Forgot You, Generation, and State of Rest. So... 
All in all, a really good effort. Mm, very good, boys. Very good. Thanks for that. Well, I guess we better get these uh, form guides out and give the punters some winners for this weekend. What do you reckon, Nathan? And finally, my favourite segment, and because it fills my pockets, just like uh, I'm sure the reason you're all listening, Gaz and Wiz will find us some winners for Derby Day and the Coolmore Stud Stakes. Very exciting weekend coming up. Gaz, what tune you got for us? And come back and give us some winners. All right, punters, here we go. Time to get your pens and paper out. And if you follow the whistle, guys, write down some tips and uh, hopefully we can steer into some winners. Now, guys, obviously it's going to be a huge weekend of racing, but we do like to try to find maybe uh, one or two sneaky ones to get the uh, bank going in the right direction prior to the main day of racing. I know there's some races at Kilmore on Friday and Cranbourne Friday uh, evening. What have you got for us, Gaz? I've got a little one in race one. Another one that's trialed really well, Wiz, from the Lindsay Park team of the uh, the Hayes brothers. And just on that note, Wiz, I know you're a keen Doggies fan. It looks like Will Hayes will be joining his brothers in the training partnership at this point after after finishing up there with the Dogs uh, um, after playing a few games with them. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so hopefully be a good, really good addition to what young Ben and JD are doing there at Lindsay Park. And they've got one in the first at Kilmore, mate, that I like. He's tried really well. It's a capitalist cult called, uh, sorry, Gelding called Systemic. And I think he's a half to Mizzy, the stakes winner that Anthony Cummings has in Sydney. He's tried really nicely and uh, he's in race one, number five, ridden by Luke Nolan. He's currently about 750, mate. So it could get us on to a ripper for this weekend. 750, nice. Look, uh, I've only got one for Friday, and that is at Kilmore. Now, I've noticed, uh, Gaz, Damien Thornton, he's got a you know a, a pretty good book of rides at Cranbourne in the evening, but he's driving an hour and a half out of his way in the late afternoon to ride one runner for the Freedman Stable in race six at Kilmore called Designs. Now, it has opened up favourite. I think it's about three to one, but... I mean, come on, Gaz, you don't drive out to Kilmore late afternoon for one ride and then come back to Cranbourne for a full cart of rides unless it has a chance, do you? Sure. No, no, you're absolutely right there, Wiz. It looks like a nice little play from you there and has won first up before too. So, you know, looks like it's a good show. There you go, punters. One from Gary in the first at seven and a half to one. Maybe roll it into mine, which is D. Thornton's Mount in race six, Designs. Other than that, Gaz, Cranbourne will be keeping us busy on Friday night. I've got nothing for the punters there, but I believe you might have a sneaky one. I do, mate. It was one that I was very keen on in its debut and just had absolutely no luck at all. It's number 14 from the Mick Kent Yard, Skipping Girl. I think the uh, 1,200 metres will really suit here. I think it's his home track as well. And get Mrs. Jackie Horner on. So I've noticed Jackie's been riding a few 
few runners recently from the picnics across to the uh, to the professional races. So it looks like she's making a go of a professional career, and currently three dollars twenty, mate, in the first. Lovely. Thanks for that, Gaz. All right, punters. Well, there's uh, three for you on the Friday, two at Kilmore and one at Cranbourne. That will take us across to Saturday. Now, I know you're our New Zealand specialist, Gaz. Have you found it? Have you found maybe one for now for the punters in New Zealand to get on early? I know you'll put up your full list of tips on Saturday morning, but have you cast an eye over the New Zealand uh, races for Saturday yet, Gaz? I've had a little bit of a look, and I'm keen to follow in one that I tipped a couple of weeks ago there, Wiz. It's at Awapuni uh, on Saturday morning, or certainly Saturday morning our time. And race eight, number two, House of Cartier. As I mentioned last time, tried really well, won well first up. In a group three last start, ran ran on really well just to to just miss really in fifth. And the twenty one hundred we right up her alley, mate. And, and I think at a nice, you know, three dollar ten, three dollars twenty, she's gonna be a good bet. Lovely. Sarah McNab on that as well. Good jockey over there in NZ. Absolutely. She's going very well, Sarah. So hopefully she can continues her strong form, Nate. Personally, I'll be on Sir Nate number four. Put her on for a place. <laughs> Uh, also, also out of a good stable, Lisa Ladder goes well, and Cosi Asano has been smashing it recently, so certainly has a good chance. Now, Nath, while we're going through these uh, Derby Day tips for the punters, and no doubt they're writing these down, I hope you're all having a bit of a peek, because I'm sure the punters wouldn't mind uh, maybe a smoky from yourself after we've gone through them. So, look, that brings us on to Derby Day itself out at Flemington. Hopefully this uh, thunderstorm I'm listening to outside at the moment while we're recording <laughs> moves on because I'm I'm expecting and hoping for you know a, a good track there on Saturday. In terms of tips for the punters, Gaz, you what race uh, are you looking at? Because I've got one in race five. Should I kick it off? Yeah, I think you should launch Wiz. I'm race six onwards, mate. Okay, so look, I'm I'm really confident, Gaz. You know, you have those days where you look through the the form guide and things just jump out of you. For me. I've had one of those uh, weeks. Um, I think in race five to Fane, I backed it last time. It yep. was in a great form race, Gaz. I mean, there was on Thunderstruck. There was, God, I, 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 I can't remember all the horses, but there was a whole swag of, you know, good runners in there. And it was blocked for a run about halfway down the straight. It got a split late and burst through, but, but couldn't hold out on Thunderstruck. So... I think uh, Tefane is well-placed in this race. And at around four to one, I'm going to be having a, a pretty good go on that in race five. Oh, very good, Wiz. Uh, Tefane, she's certainly been in great form and should be right up to the mark here, mate. Now, in race six, following race, uh, Gaz, we that's the derby. I've got a couple here, but do you want to give us your thoughts on the race, mate? Yeah, look, it's a very exciting derby this year. Normally, the derby you have maybe you know two or three chances, and the rest are you know fifty to one hundred one pops. So you know they struggle to make the distance. But there's actually quite a few chances in the race, and I did like the win last start of Gunstock. I know he has drawn extremely wide, but twenty five hundred meter race with Jai McNeil on that's why he's there. He's one of the best distance jockeys that we have in Victoria, and. I think you'll find him a spot and, and he'll be really strong at the end of it, mate. So my tip is number four, Gunstock, at about $4.60 now. Nice. If you had to throw in a, uh, I suppose, a, a top four just for four, first four players, Gaz, who would the four be? I know Gunstock you're singling out, but 
Have you got three others to tag into a first four? Yeah, I do, mate. I look, I really do. I like forgot you, but um, I I do have a little qu- query with him at, at the twenty five hundred. But I think uh, the two Tutukawa, Tutu Kaka, I should say, is a great chance along with the three Allegron, and for mm-hmm. a bit of value, the seven Jungle Jungle Magnate, I really like as well. All righty. Well, look, I've gone over the race with a fine tooth going, Gaz. And look, I can't get past the run of Jungle Magnate. If you have a look at its form, Gaz, and especially its last run at the Valley behind Forgot You, Bowman just put it out the back. Approaching the home turn, he had to come wide. And as they straighten, he's given Forgot You maybe, I reckon, three to five lengths. And as they've gone over the post, he was right up its ass. So if you have a look at the race, Forgot You, you know, balanced up he was full steam ahead down the straight getting whipped to run in the leader and get up and win that race yet if you watch jungle magnate he was just getting warm so look it was a bit flat-footed when they were asked to sprint and i think the the 2500 the extra 500 meters is going to be right up its alley so that's another one of my best bets for the day along with tofane gas jungle magnate and if i had to give a couple of others for first four players i think the dangers are obviously uh, the other price runner, Gunstock, Forgot You, will be will be thereabouts. And one of the roughies, Cerberus. I noticed, I mean, you just don't run in a derby, Gaz. And if you have a look at it, it ran over a 1,300 in a, a pretty average race. Then it went to a 1,600, then to an 1,800. And now it finds itself in a in a derby. So it just, just like the state of rest was a little bit fishy last week, I just don't know what it's doing there. So I wouldn't be surprised if... You know, if that puts in a big run at odds for the first four players. Just got over the line from Jungle Magnate, actually, um, in its last win in the Hillsmith and Adelaide whiz. So if you, I guess if you're giving Jungle Magnate a chance, then you'd have to give Cerberus some sort of show as well. I'll definitely be trying Jungle Magnate at $18 and $4.80 a place. Five each way. That's an easy 115 bucks. Not too bad, whiz. Money for jam. What about yourself, Nathan? Have you had a look at that race or are you just going to follow the whiz in on Jungle Magnate? I'll definitely be following the whiz on your favourite jockey, Luke Curry, now that you mentioned it. But I did like Forgot You. But uh, after Gaz mentioned Gunstock, I think I'll uh, chuck those three in for a same race multi on Sportsbet. Lovely. Now that brings us on to race seven, Gaz. It does, which is the Coolmore, mate. The Coolmore Coolmore. Stud Stakes was the old... Ascot Vale Stakes, when it was used to be run in September, whiz, and the main 1,200-metre race for three-year-olds in the spring back then. But it's really taken on epic proportions since being moved to Derby Day and made a Group 1 for for those three-year-olds. Now, Gaz, it looks to me like it's a race with a host of chances. What have you come up with? I really like the fact that they're fresh and artorious here, mate. Really like that. I think the horse has an absolute booming finish. He's got to get a chance to use that. Probably would have liked to see him draw perhaps the other side of the track rather than at four, but I think he can he can still come down the middle of the track and be really strong late. And you, you know that's what you're going to get out of Artorias, um, just like he did in the Blue Diamond. And I think he's a great chance at almost 10 bucks. And if you had to throw in a danger for the punters, guess. Danger, yeah, I like actually the seven, Kalos. Kalos has come up through the grade, you know, the sort of the lesser races, but he's drawn the right side of the track and he's in great form and I actually think he can give a, a, another great side at a similar price. Well, there you go, punters. There's Gaz's 
thoughts on the uh, Cornwall. Personally, Gaz, I mean, you'd know from our conversation, I am a, a Taurus fan. I actually had 50 on it to win the um, the Cox Plate and it never even ran in it, so I just blew that 50. But this uh, <laughs> time it's uh, showed itself. So I will be following up. I mean, if uh, the punters go back to that run behind Animo, I mean, it misses the kick half length. It was on the back foot from the start, running at the end of the field. And it just trailed through, followed Animo into the race. In a, again, another strong form race with Animo going on to just be beaten in the Cox Plate since. So, yeah, look, I like it myself, Gaz. I'm a little bit worried about it coming from the 1600 back to the 1200. But if you have a look at its uh, record over the distance, I think it's had five starts for two wins and two seconds. So, look, I'm sure they know what they're doing with it. Uh, if it's on song, I uh, I think it can just about get the chocolates as well, Gaz. If I had to throw in a danger, I'd probably be looking at Extreme Warrior, who was pretty impressive last time, running away with that uh, race by, you know, four or five lengths. And maybe even Paul L, who I think uh, has, has been targeted at the race, is very strong late and could also be a, a top three player. What about you, Nate? Who do you like in the Cornwall? Well, at the moment of these odds, I'll go in the Congo with Craig Williams and Gay Wardhouse, $4.50 for the win and $1.90 for a place. So I'll be going that each way. Uh, I have one on in the Congo a few times now, so I'm a very uh, big fan of that horse. Lovely. Well, there you go, punters. Uh, Nate the Great, he'll be on in the Congo, and Gaz and myself will be riding home Artorius. Other than that, guys, race eight on the program. I don't know if you've had a, a look at this one. I have. I've, yeah, I've got some thoughts on this race, but I'll let you lead the way, guys. Yeah, very keen, mate, on number 14, Mr. Brightside. I followed <laughs> him all campaign, and we might even have some music with Mr. Brightside, hopefully for the next pod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, look, I followed him all campaign. He's been really well handled by the Hayes boys and by Craig Williams. Has absolutely no weight here. Draws six, which is absolutely perfect. And I've taken an early bet on him at the fives. So I'm very keen to see him take the step up to the Group 1 company. Nice. Nice, guys. Although I completely disagree with you, mate. Um, I must <laughs> Mr. That's Bright, right. so, you did last week too, and you got that wrong, so that's okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're referring to, Gaz, but look, uh, in relation to uh, this race, look, obviously, Brightside has abilities, been going through his grades and winning, you know, quite dominantly, but this is probably his hardest assignment. I mean, a little bit like with Incentivize, uh, you know, my opinion will probably be based on what he does in this race, but, you know, for the punters, if I have to put you towards a, a winner, I think Superstorm at 10 to 1 is definitely worth a crack. If you have a look at its uh, last run, it was in that race with Tefane and I'm Thunderstruck. It got to the outside, and if you watch its last 50, Gaz, it really attacked the line. So he'll just go back from the wide barrier and uh, hopefully come into the race out wide. And I think it's going to have a little bit of class on these and just come over the top and get uh, the chocolates. Now, punters, I've already got on it uh, around 10 to 1. I'm sure this, this scallop is going to shorten. So if I were you, I'd be getting something on it soon. And for the, I suppose, the exactor and trifecta players, I think Superstorm is going to come down the outside with 
Shalyat, is if that's how you pronounce it. Shayu. Shayu, or that's the French way. Good save, Gaz. I think Superstorm and, and Shayu, or Shalyat, however you say it, are going to come down the outside and they'll uh, run the exacta with possibly uh, Mr. Brightside, Gaz's tip, holding on for the third place. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that's a in the face, Gaz. Jesus, whiz, you're writing tickets your body can't cash, my friend. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. Oh, <laughs> movie reference there. Is that bad boy? <laughs> that's uh, Top Gun, my friend. That is Top, Top Gun. Gun. Oh, sorry, bro. <laughs> I sprinkled myself in wizard dust last night, I guess. So I'm feeling it today, mate. Trust me. <laughs> I don't want to know what's in your wizard dust. <laughs> <laughs> So, punters, look, uh, just to recap, I think looking at Derby Day, if you make up to Fane, Jungle Magnate, uh, Taurus and Superstorm, uh, perhaps in whichever combination you like, um, I think uh, you're going to go a long way to getting a winner there. Wow. A lot of tips for the punters, uh, I guess. Hopefully we can, you know, drill some winners. Is there anything else uh, we need to discuss, uh, Nathan? Any housekeeping, any special mentions? Has anyone got anything for us before we, uh, I suppose, wrap the show up? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd like to talk a bit of housekeeping if I could, Wiz. I know that we've had a lot of referrals and uh, had a lot of people joining the page. It's had quite significant growth over the last couple of weeks. So do you want to give a bit of a shout-out to those who have been referring and, and welcome aboard some of the new members? Look, uh, I mean, remembering their names off the top of my head, Nath, is impossible, mate. Thanks for speaking <laughs> with no note. But look, uh, all the uh, new members that have come on board, we've gained about another, I don't know, probably 25 to 35 members in the last couple of weeks. So welcome. Hopefully you're listening in to the Wizard podcast. Don't be shy. Get involved and feel free to give us your thoughts and tips in the thread. Absolutely, and we love we love all tips of all kinds. It doesn't matter if you're good, bad, ugly, whatever. It's fine. Just just drop tips. Um, I know I drop my NBA tips every day, and they they vary. I don't think any of them ever got up. Um, but um, I save my horse racing. Uh, I make sure I uh, put my good win ones in for the horse racing. But feel free to just throw up anything you want and get involved. That's the main thing. That's it. And if you've got any mates, friends, or family that like a punt get them to just go to the Western Wizards Sports and Racing Tips group, press join, and they'll be much welcomed. Look, uh, in terms of racing news, boys, I don't know if you saw, but there's a, a big race coming up for the Greyhound, not just the Melbourne Cup, which approaches very soon in the next handful of weeks, but in December, it's called the Phoenix. And I believe it's worth, well, there's $750,000 worth of prize money there. Cost about seventy-five grand for a slot in the race, and a friend of the Wizards, the Thompson Kennel, they're going to be representing the TAB with their runner. So that's uh, pretty good news for the Thompsons, uh, Nath. Hopefully, whoever they nominate to take part in that uh, can, you know, get the chocolates. Absolutely, and boys, we do have a Melbourne Cup show coming up on uh, Tuesday. Is that right, guys? Oh, that is absolutely right. It looks like another cracker edition of the Melbourne Cup there, Nate. So uh, we'll have a pot out in time for that too. Does anyone want to uh, do a bit of a Babe Ruth and, and point out the winner from all the way back here? <laughs> now, Hail Mary. Well, what I will tell you, punters, 
is that I do have an early bet on Sir Lucan from the Gay Waterhouse Yard. He's just uh, confirmed his spot. He's a Northern Hemisphere yeah. three-year-old, has no weight and has run very well over there. So very happy to be on at 34s. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> and where's anything from you, mate, for Melbourne Cup, just with your eyes closed? I wouldn't even know who's running it, to be honest, Dave, at the moment. So, look, I'll leave that for me uh, analysis on Sunday. And we'll get back to the Wizards in the next pod with those uh, tips. But, look, it's it's been a good show, uh, Nathan. I mean, I don't know if you can see Gaz there, but he really polished himself up for tonight's episode. Looks like he's put some great tips in his head. Nice, Gary! <laughs> Gaz, uh, yeah. You've been fantastic tonight, as has the Wiz. And um, um, based on your record over the last couple of weeks, boys, we're expecting some winners this week and very much looking forward to the spring racing tipping, which has really put a bit of competitive juice in the old chat on on our um, on the Western Wizard page. What about you guys? You got any final thoughts for the Wizards? I do. It's an absolute smorgasbord of racing this weekend, punters. Make sure you are all over the page. Western Wizards sport and racing tips. Get in there, get your tips in, utilise some of the tips from the Wizards that you see on there. There's also Rose Hill going around on Saturday with I'm Thunderstruck, our pin-up boy from from a couple of weeks ago there, Wiz. Very keen to see him take out the Golden Eagle as well, mate. Yeah, good luck to uh, I'm Thunderstruck in the Golden Eagle. And they've got the classic uh, classic legend stakes up there as well, Gaz, where uh, you've got the likes of Eduardo. Eduardo, Mask Crusader, Gitra, Trekking and the likes. So, yeah, should be uh, a big day of racing. Yes, but we haven't, we haven't talked about possibly the best horse going around at Rose Hill on Saturday, Wiz. Not by a long shot there, my friend. And uh, race 10, you've got to wait right until the end of the day to see him. But race 10... Let me Zushak. see what number have we got him at. Number four, the mighty Zushak, who saluted, saluted him the first on Everest Day <laughs> for his first win for the Joe Pride Stable, Wiz and Nate. Keeps Nash Royal on. Drawn wide, but he'll get to the front again, which often suits at Rose Hill. Currently 550, boys. So I reckon that's a nice yeah. way to, to finish off Rose Hill. I got to admit, Gaz, I didn't listen to you last week. I didn't get on, and I was pulling my hair out when I checked the results. So, but congratulations, mate. Um, obviously, Thank you. Uh, for those who don't know, Gaz owns a hair on the uh, tail of Zushak. So, yeah, congratulations, mate. It was uh, a good win, and hopefully, he can nail another one and make it two in a row for you, mate. Thanks, Gaz. Mate. Are the rumors, Gaz, are the rumors true that if Zushak wins, you're going to be sending a charter plane up from Melbourne? Uh, to Perth for celebrations. Is that right? <laughs> Mate, I would do that if the Premier here, Mr. McGowan, would let us back into the state again after the celebrations. <laughs> oh, I'll, man, sorry, I'll, I'll organise a fake passport, mate. Don't worry. The whiz, the whiz. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we just look. Yeah, you've both been very good tonight. And um, thanks, for the, uh, thanks for the tips and filling up those pockets. Wizards out there, don't forget, definitely uh, pop in a tip on the weekend. And if you don't want to pop in a tip, just throw in a wizard. Just get around it and get involved. And that's the main thing, isn't it, Wiz? It sure is. All right, Wizzies. Well, look, for those in the in the tipping comp, please do your best to get in the tips as early as possible. Just makes mine and Gaz's life a little bit easier. Remember, you get the sub if there's a scratching. 
Other than that, punters, uh, I hope you wrote those tips down. Make sure you have a couple of bob each way on them. Get involved. Put a wizard in the thread. Good luck on the weekend and happy punting. Because, 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 because of the wonderful things he does. You're off to see the wizard, the wonderful wizard of Oz.